this one time I had a dollar that I spent on a hat when I went into the sewer and hung out with a rat who had graduated summa cum laude from Tufts I can't remember if I told you about this one time I had a story that like our lives has no meaning or purpose that can be derived plus an added similarity to our lives there's a definite ending to this Bill Baxter here. Uh, the warm weather has got me reminiscing about, uh, well, summer type things. The beach, road trips, no more school, crappy summer jobs, those sorts of things. And, and in particular, I remember growing up learning how to swim. I remember specifically not being able to swim um, around the time of, I'd say, five or six not exactly knowing how to swim, able to dog paddle and uh, kind of get by that way. And then definitely knowing how to swim very well before I was a teenager. I can't cite the specific instance. I don't remember being taught to swim, which is sort of strange. You would think um, in learning to swim, that would be a formative moment, or at the very least, I would remember swim lessons or something, but I don't. Uh, I just... I remember not being able to swim so well and then kind of working on it and sort of an abstract and then definitely being able to swim well enough to be on the swim team in high school um, and you know, swim competitively. But there's a, a swimming memory that goes back uh, not so far as that. But just after um, high school, I'd gone to a friend's cottage out at some, some beach town that I, I can't remember exactly. And we had road tripped out to this place and we were supposed to be hanging out with his dad for the weekend on the beach, you know, just doing beach things. And as as we often did when when my friend and I road tripped, we got sidetracked nine million different ways, you know, stopping to uh, improvise a song at the side of the road, um, stopping into an ice cream place, you know, nine million different things that we would do here and there, just just, you know, futzing around. We were in no rush. It was the summer. We're two young men with you know all the time in the world, and we were infinitely young, and we were never going to die. So you know what was the what was the rush? And it turns out uh, we ended up being about four or five hours later than we thought we would be showing up to this cottage. So rather than showing up in the afternoon and uh, having dinner with his dad that night, we ended up showing up fairly late um, in the evening. When I say fairly late around nine or 10 o'clock. So not very, very late, but fairly late. Um, and we got into this town and I had been bound and determined to see the ocean um, the entire ride up. And the sun had gone down well before we got there, but I still knew that I was gonna see the ocean no matter what. It was gonna be the first thing that I did. And so keeping my word to myself, and my friend was also aware of this, uh, we, dropped off our stuff at the cottage and immediately went to the beach, which was like maybe an eighth of a mile. It was, uh, we were two houses away from the water. So we went to the, we went to the beach, pitch black out. There were street lights, but they were few and far between and they didn't cast much light on the beach itself, much less the, 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 the water. And we went anyway. And the plan was just to get my feet wet. That's what I wanted to do. So I, you know, I was in the ocean and that would be that. But as we got to the actual beach and we were walking away from the streetlights toward this infinite blackness where all you could hear 
was the ocean crashing and you really couldn't see anything else. It was just black. Uh, my friend took off running and off came his shirt. It was the only thing I saw. And he was, he was off into the blackness and I heard his footsteps uh, kind of fade into the sound of the ocean. And I knew he was you know, taking off his stuff to go jump in the water, uh, which I thought, man, that's insane. Uh, and so naturally I, I ran right after him. <laughs> and uh, as we got closer to the water, the sound of the waves got louder and louder. And I couldn't tell if he was running in the same direction as me. I couldn't tell if he had stopped at some point and it was, you know, he was, he was feigning going into the water, but I knew as soon as I started running, in fact, I knew that I would, I would be jumping into the water. I was surprised when my feet first hit the water and how cold it was. But at that same time, I felt this urge to fulfill that promise of just get in the water. And then that would be that. Um, and my initial kind of gut instinct was, well, just fall down flat. I mean, as soon as you get about knee deep, just fall down and then you're covered in the water. And then you can say, you can, you can say any kind of story you want after the fact, no one can see you, least of all your friend, no one can see you. You can tell them anything, but the deeper, a, a deeper, more visceral instinct was, but you want that story, don't you? You, know, you want, you want to be able to tell the truth of, of having done this thing rather than making up a story. And so when I got up to my knees in the water, I kept going, still running as best I could. And then when I got about to my waist, I dove into the water. Uh, and I felt the, you know, I immediately could taste the salt and everything else. And I, I could feel the water all over me. And I was terrified because it was pitch black. And I was thinking, oh my God, are there sharks? <laughs> Which is ridiculous thinking about it. Uh, and I went against every bodily instinct that I had, all these alarms were going off. And instead I started kicking and stroking out toward, uh, toward a horizon that I could not see and water that I couldn't even see. It was just me adrift in this blackness. And I went for some time, every time, every time my body told me to stop, I pushed harder and the louder the alarms got, the harder I pushed it, stroke, 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 stroke. And I honestly couldn't tell you how, uh, how long I was swimming. It wasn't very, very long, but it was certainly more than a minute or two. And I started to run out of breath. I had been doing this so blindly with really no reason other than screw fear. I didn't want to give into that fear, to that panic feeling. And I really wanted, I wanted to sample adventure. I wanted to know what, what is it like when you push past that, that point of, of fear and terror? What's on the other side of that? Where do you end up? What is the unknown like? And in many, many ways, you know, this, this ocean, which I could not see, and the horizon I could not see, and all these other things were unknown, even if I could see them, and doubly so, me not being able to. And so anyway, I, I found myself in the middle of this ocean. When I stopped swimming, the water was much warmer where I was, um, which scared me for some reason. I'm bobbing around and I can't see anything. And I'm, I'm turning around to try and see any indication of where, <laughs> where the shore might be. And now I start to get scared. After a minute or two, I'm, I, 
kind of let the panic come and let the panic have its moment. Um, I'm just treading water and trying to relax a little bit. I'm definitely tired. And after I relax a bit, I look and what I thought were two little pin lights on a distant shore, uh, I start to recognize them as the street lights from the shore that I came from. And I thought to myself, why? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I have to swim God knows how far back to the shore. And just before I, I was able to form the doubt of, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it back. I don't I don't know what's going to happen. I turned my I oriented myself toward the shore and I just started swimming in the same way that I swam out. It was horrifying, but for completely different reasons. Uh, and I'm not sure that I can articulate why swimming back was even more terrifying. I guess, I guess in that in that case, the the known was was drowning, and you know, that was that was sort of what I was facing. Uh, whereas before, it was just this stupid brave thing, and now you know, reality was kind of coming back in. <laughs> it was a different ball game. Anyway, I made it to shore. My friend had long gone. It occurred to me only then that I'd never be able to find all of my clothes that I'd stripped off to jump in the water. And so I grabbed, I think I was able to find my shirt and walked back to the cabin, shaking all over, both being cold and being purely exhausted. Uh, my friend and his dad were at the cottage. Dad had already gone to bed. And uh, my friend asked me what happened. I said, I, I went for a swim. I didn't reveal the truth of that story for some time. I felt like it was a lesson I learned that night that I couldn't have learned any other way. And it was a lesson just for me. This one time. The Podcast Network.